Hello, hello. It's your girl Rachel Real on another episode of You Ain't Crazy. I am talking and walking. That's when I actually just I'm able to think. I'm at my best with thinking. All of my uh, thoughts just come to me naturally, and that's the way that I want to talk to you guys. Just bringing awareness to narcissistic trait personalities. Um, Again, I am here just doing my due diligence to make sure I bring awareness to this personality trait that is not talked about as much as it should be. And I think it's because people either downplay it or they're just not educated. I want to believe that they're not really educated about it or they're not aware of it, you know, because I, I can't tell you, the, there's probably only one person that I've ever talked to um, who really, really understands the personality tree that I've ever talked to in my life, I should say, aside from, you know, people online, but I don't talk to them. But somebody who I actually know, and that's my business partner, who she's very familiar with it and the terms and things like that. And obviously, you can tell when someone knows and understands the terms, it's not just oh yeah, so-and-so is a narcissist and you have no backup because narcissism is a pattern. It's not something somebody just did here and there and that's what a narcissist will do. They'll try to gaslight you to make you think that you're the problem because oh, you do that too. Oh, you've ignored someone too. Oh, you've, uh, I can't even say love bombing because that's definitely a narcissistic trait because, you know, when you just shower someone with gifts and your kindness and love and all of that kind of stuff and then you're totally the opposite another moment you know that's definitely a disorder so today we're going to talk about stonewalling and stonewalling is ignoring when a narcissist will ignore you good morning and again as I told you guys I am talking and walking so I'm out amongst other people as well so you may hear birds chirping cars driving um, by things of that nature, because I'm out here in nature, out with the nature, I should say. So, um, again, it's just really important that I bring, I do my part with bringing this awareness to our existence, our community, our world, just being a part of that community. And back to today, we're talking about stonewalling stonewalling is basically someone ignoring you and being that we are talking about a narcissist I'm going to talk about what that is and how you know it's abusive and again this is all about bringing awareness so that people will understand what this stuff is um, I missed the red flags I saw the red flags but I ignored the red flags so We've already talked about projecting, projection, gaslighting, um, love bombing. Those are all traits and patterns of a narcissist. And they're very abusive. They're very, it's emotional abusive. So you don't want to make excuses for people who are basically jerks and treating you as such because they have a mental disorder that's not diagnosed. and. I don't even know if that would ever happen in my lifetime because it is a personality. And 
a personality where somebody just literally treats you like crap. So if you can just, um, and the reason why I'm doing it this way, so just being transparent and doing it naturally, no script or anything like that, not a bunch of editing, because I feel that I just want to talk to you like a regular person in a regular conversation and keep it simple and not talk to you where it's way over your head. So you will, that's how this station is, this podcast is. It's definitely talking to you straight in a regular conversation, just making sure you get it. And, you know, the information is given to you in a way where you can understand it. I'm going to keep it simple using the KISS acronym. I don't like the KISS acronym where it says keep it simple, stupid. I'm just going to say keep it simple, simple. Um, And that's the most I can think of, just keeping it simple where people understand it because this stuff has been around for a long time, for years. It just wasn't, uh, the names weren't, well, at least I didn't know the names that were given to personalities like this or personality trait or different things that they do, the character of the person, you know, we're ignoring someone. Okay, people, you've heard people saying, oh my gosh, she will go solid on me, give me the solid treatment, or she will give me the solid treatment, or we're not talking, and you're in a relationship, but you're not talking, you know, so there again, keep in mind, I can't stress it enough, pattern, pattern, patterns, patterns, that's what this is, it's a pattern, it's not anything that happens here and there, you're looking for patterns, and when somebody consistently does this throughout the relationship, that's why it gets confusing, and that's the part that I really want to stress, how this personality trait is very It can be confusing at first because you don't know what the hell is going on. You don't know, you know, why is this person so inconsistent with, you know, their kindness and being respectful because it's not one of those things where, oh, they're never respectful. Oh, they're never kind. No, that's not true. Oh, they never give gifts. No, quite the opposite. That's what love bombing is. They will shower you with gifts, shower you. You might get a car, uh, you get jewelry, watches. Like I've been there where I was given those types of things and that was confusing to me because I'm like oh my gosh you got the car for me even though I was paying for it you know well I signed for it okay whatever the case may be you signed for it but it wasn't like that you paid for it so did you really give it to me you know and then I was like okay am I just being ungrateful so before you know it back to those days turns into months and the months turns into years and before you know it you were right all along so you got to follow your gut and don't be smoothed over over by the ins and the outs because somebody's saying oh they lack empathy oh they lack respect oh they look a certain way oh they won't give you a gift oh they're mean all the time no they're not they got to trap you and in order to trap you they have to show you a good side so when they show you a good side it's a facade with a with a narc because they're basically wearing a mask they're basically mirroring you that's why you'll see in my little picture, logo picture, um, on, in front of the, the title, You Ain't Crazy, it says, I will be what you want me to be. <laughs> I will be anybody you want me to be because basically the narc is just that person. It's just temporary. They're going to be whoever you want them to be temporarily. And the way that they do that is by you giving them the blueprint blueprint when you're constantly telling things about your previous relationship or you're telling them things that you like and you want them to do, what you would think would be 
okay to do, but unfortunately it's not. You know, you want to learn a person and you want to take your time and you don't want to rush. And with an arc, rushing is key. They got to rush you because they don't want you to find out who they really are before that mask slips. And they can't do it, but so long it eats them up. It eats them up being somebody who they're really not. You know, it can be their dressing. Um, I remember my ex and I, we would go to the store and when we first, when I first linked up with him and started hanging out with him. And yes, I must admit, we moved extremely fast. I would never do that again. We moved extremely fast. Moving in together, I'm talking literally like two months or something like that. But I thought I knew this person because he just seemed so nice. He was lovable. Everybody was liking him. And all along, he's a straight up narc. He has an alcohol issue, addiction issue. Didn't know any of these things. And that's another conversation because again this is not to bash him or anyone like that this I have to put my experiences out there because I want people to know that I'm not just talking because I read something I'm talking because I'm an educated person you know I'm not some scholar or anything like that but I'm not dumb by far and this thing went right over my head I mean I saw the red flags signs and things of that nature but I can't tell you how many pastors I talk to, how many coaches, I, I mean, not coaches, therapists that I talk to, because I was trying to figure this thing out, especially once I married him. I thought it was me. I thought, okay, let me make sure I'm doing everything I'm supposed to do and not point the finger because I, you know, I just felt like when you look in the mirror and you, or if you're pointing at someone, you got three fingers pointing back at you. I can't tell you how much that was thrown back up in my face. Like all of my trying got used against me every time I would try something new for myself and then would share it with my ex-spouse I just was uh it got flipped all the time all the time you talk about talking about manipulation it was so crazy and again I used to feel like oh I'm not going to say anything because I don't want to blast him I don't want to put him on blast I don't want to ruin his reputation. Now, I did have a therapist who she was like, uh, why not? Why are you protecting him? He's not protecting you. Obviously, he does not care. And she even saw him in action once when he interrupted my session because he was drunk. Um, and it's almost disrespectful towards the therapist. So it's one of those things where, again, you can't cover up with somebody when it's at your own detriment and it makes you look crazy and it makes you you know they're shining and meanwhile you're the person they're not really shining but they look like they are but and you're the person who's suffering so I just felt like in order for me to tell my story obviously it's going to um put that person out you know and it's it's like that I'm sure with thousands of other people as well you know let's keep the numbers right it's like that with them very often the victims are the ones or the survivors are the ones who want to keep it to themselves. And meanwhile, the person's on to the next. Because if enough people talk about this thing, you know, people will at least know to look out for the red flags. And that's what this is, is bringing awareness so that you don't think you're crazy. And that's why the title is You Ain't Crazy Because You're Not. Um, so she was like, you know, don't protect the person. Um... And then she recommended that I go to Al-Anon. And I'm like, what the crap? You know, I did see Al-Anon a lot when I knew uh, 
he looked as if he had a drinking problem. You know, I was making excuses for that. It ain't no look. You do have a drinking problem. You know, when you drink, you get wasted. You binge. Nobody's around you, and you can't put that bottle down. In the middle of a pandemic, you are that person where alcohol was essential. So, yeah, you made sure you ran to the store and got your bottle. And he even told this pastor who was supposed to have been counseling us, pastor said, how often do you drink? He's like, every day. Oh, okay. You know, it's just... It's, I'm not going to ponder on those experiences, but when I tell you I experienced it, which is why I'm talking about it and bringing awareness, I did, I've done the research. Good morning. I've done the research that's needed to understand this thing. And the more and more I did, and I still research, and the more and more I did, I realized these things have been happening for ages. And meanwhile, they're now, you know, there's just a title or a name put to the action. That's what this is. You know, back again, love bombing, projecting, where you're constantly accused of things that's really them or they've done before. Even if they're not doing it anymore, they have these insecurities and they're gonna accuse you of certain things just to make themselves the victim and twist it around. The next thing you know, you're defending yourself. We talked about gaslighting. Gaslighting is them making you, trying to make you think you're crazy and some people do go crazy and lose their sanity and end up in the hospital and things of that nature. Um, and we talked about the love bombing, you know, where they got to smooth you over by gifts and kind words and do nice things and all of that. And it's a facade. Just look out for the pattern. So today, again, stonewalling. Stonewalling is being ignored, being given the silent treatment. Um, don't let anybody twist it around and be like, oh, you do it too. No, it's a pattern. When you know this person can be nice, that's the confusing thing with an arc. It's the inconsistency. When you're in a good, healthy relationship, you look for a consistency. That way, you know if you do have an issue and you guys address it, and even if somebody falls off, you can get back on and be like, okay, my bad. You apologize for it and you do better. As long as it's not something that's abusive where somebody keeps doing it and over and over and over again back to the pattern because then it's abusive and emotional abuse is very very real so uh stonewalling which is the solid treatment that's all that is it's the solid treatment and in an arc is called stonewalling so basically they use it to manipulate you they use it to get under your skin to leave you feeling devalued to leave you feeling like you don't matter. It's just very, very disrespectful because even if someone can come back and say, hey, let's have this conversation at another time, what is wrong with that? You're an adult, I'm an adult. If we have an issue and we know that timing is always key, if this is not the best time, open up your mouth and say, hey, you know what? This is not a good time. Let me think on it. Let me sleep on it. We can talk about it later when it's good for both of us because it's all about reciprocity in a healthy relationship. You know, you, you treat people how you want to be treated, vice versa. And this is not gender specific. It's on both sides. But um, I'm speaking from a woman's perspective. So when you back to the, uh, the silent treatment, it's, it's just common sense. Keep it simple, simple. It's common sense. No one should be, and I'm probably out of breath because I am walking up a hill, guys. 
but I'm talking and I'm walking at the same time. So, yeah, so it's basically very, very abusive because you should not be disrespected or given the silent treatment when you are trying to express yourself, when you are trying to share something that might have happened. You should be have, able to have a conversation. And I'm tired of hearing it's easier said than done. Just do it. You know, if it's, if, if it's hard to do, put in the work. Anything that's worth having, you got to put in the work. It's not going to just be given to you. And it's the same in relationships, especially when you're dealing with two people. You take the good with the bad. You balance it out by figuring it out and finding a solution. But with a narcissist, they just don't care. Like they're that cold. And again, it's to devalue you, to make you feel small, to make you feel like you don't matter, to make you feel, to make you want to doubt yourself. That's what they're trying to do. And you have to learn how to not buy into it. You know, you go gray rock and give it back. Okay, we're not talking, is, is this the... Is this the way that we're moving now? Where we don't talk to each other? You know, take your power back. Don't give up your power by falling victim to that tactic. Because they, they got so many of them. And as I said, the gaslighting is one. The projecting is one. The love bombing is one. And look for patterns. And today is stonewalling. And that's the solid treatment. So if somebody's giving you the solid treatment and you're getting it consistently you can say, you know what, that's abusive. Giving someone the solemn treatment is actually abusive. They are ignoring you. They're not talking to you. And many cases, as it was in mine, you can be living in the same house, you know, and you're like, all of a sudden, that person's not talking to you because, and it could be something you don't even know you did, and they won't even tell you what you did, and you'll find yourself, uh, what is wrong now? Or if you're passive, you might be like, what did I do? Da, 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 da. If you're aggressive, it's going to piss you off and you get ready to like, what's up with you? Why you got an attitude? You know, why are you mad? Or why won't you talk? And they won't say nothing. Just sitting there. If they're watching TV, they might turn the TV up louder without talking to you. That is abusive. Do not accept it. Because when you do, you're giving them the permission that that behavior is okay. And when I say don't tolerate it, I'm not talking about being aggressive with the person. I mean, recognize that you are in a unhealthy relationship. It's not going to change. It's not gonna get any better. It's just gonna get worse. Because the longer you accept it, the worse it's gonna get. It's like anything that, that's abusive, right? Even drugs, alcohol, whatever, the more you do it, the more, the worse it's going to get. And that's the same in that toxic relationship with a nar narcissist. The more you accept it, the worse it's going to get. It's not going to get any better. There's nothing, absolutely nothing you can do to make a narcissist do better or not be a narc. They have to put in their own work. They have to be in consistent therapy, probably daily. I don't know how affordable that is, but you would have to, they would really, really have to get into some severe therapy, some some very high intense therapy to, to even think about scratching their surface to be helped because it is their personality that 
they've probably had, not probably, but they've had for years. And it just was overlooked because of the, the charming, their charm, their charisma, their kindness, their, especially a covert narc. A covert narc is always crying victim. They're always crying uh, who, what the other person did. There's no accountability about what they did, how both parties may have played a part in it, but they're looking at themselves and they just want to take accountability. You will not get that from a covert narc. And those are the ones that I'm primarily talking about because those are the ones that are very tricky, you know. I'm not here to talk about the malignant ones. You can take from the covert information I'm giving you um, because that was my experience and added to the malignant. I'm just, I just wasn't on that level. I was, I'm not that level of an empath that I'm going to allow someone to just downright uh, beat me up, slap me around. Like I'm out before that even gets to that level. So I'm not saying a person cannot or will not get there. But if you know, like I know, you better dip before that happens. Because if they're doing all of the small stuff, it's going to get there. Because it's like, if I'm emotionally abusing you, why are you still around? Why are you still going to accept this? You know, and why are you? You're giving somebody permission to treat you any kind of way, you know, so that they can go. Now... I've had very aggressive behavior that was, um, that I actually experienced. Yes, you know, somebody's towering over you and they're double your size. Somebody's bullying you. Somebody, you're trying to move and they won't, they won't move out of your way. They lift you up and move you out of the way. You know, it's like pulling the covers off of you and you're like trying to hold the covers, like get off of me, leave me alone. Yeah, that's aggressive behavior. Yeah, I did experience that. You know, it wasn't. Oh, I didn't get punched in the face, so I'm good. No, 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 no. But did I get cursed out? Did I did all of those other things happen? Absolutely. Yes. I'm not protecting anybody from anything. Yes, that did happen. So that's when I, instead of making excuses for it like I was, you know, like, oh, maybe I got too smart or, oh, you know, um, I made them mad. No, there's no excuse. You know, there's no excuse for it. And I got, oh, you put your hands on me. You did so-and-so and so. You did this. Really? You know, it wasn't even like that. When you know you're not some abusive person and you're not going around punching on somebody or fighting somebody, even as a woman, I'm not that person. You know, you get out of there before you feel like you have to do something like that. Um, Have I had a rage before? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's when I knew you're not going to get a pattern of this from me where I'm in a rage and I'm acting like you because you will begin to act like that who you don't like if you don't leave. You know, if that environment is toxic, you will become toxic. And then you're going to have to do the work to become a better version of yourself because you just went through this experience that pulled the worst out of you. And yes, I can speak from that point as well, where I literally had to put in some major work to get back to who I was so that I wasn't walking around being defensive. I wasn't walking around being... uh, just confused and things like that and and easily irritated because of just home was just so imbalanced because I was involved I was married to this person who I didn't understand I didn't understand like we just had this nice moment we may have gone to an affair and a function and doing karaoke he's singing to me and meanwhile you can't get home fast enough where you're getting cursed out in the car over a spider crawling on a window that you asked him if he could get 
or make sure the window was up so the spider wouldn't get in and you get cursed out because he's drunk. Uh, and then the next day, it's like nothing ever happened. Oh, oh, you know, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And then it just happens again. Then it happens again. It just gets frustrating. Or I remember when uh, he had a device on his car that he had to blow in in order to drive his car. And then that was like a good... I forgot how long that stayed on there. I don't know if it was a year or whatever, or some months. And meanwhile, as soon as it got off, this person started drinking again. And, well, he was already drinking. I'm sorry. He got behind the wheel, and he was drinking. And that just sent me to another level. I'm like, are you kidding me? Is this what you're doing? I got so angry. Started breaking up stuff. It was just, it was bad. And I'm like, who am I? Who have I become? This is not this. And not to mention, it was just getting cursed out. It wasn't just the drinking, but it was the fact that when I said something, I got cursed out about it. I got yelled at, towered over. I'm like, okay, you want to see crazy? Because what you're not going to do is keep bullying me. So yeah, that rage came out and I knew, okay, this will never happen again. Never. Because again, then that could be something that's held over your head. See, you, you're crazy. Look at what you did. Look at what you, you know, they will have you. A person with that kind of manipulative personality will have you feeling like you are losing your mind, which is why I'm just telling you to, there's a truck going by. I'm just telling you to arm up, take this information, do your research and don't think you're crazy, you know, when you're seeing patterns. And it's not that, oh, I've never done anything or in terms of defending myself, um, standing my ground. Will I curse you out? Absolutely. I'm feeling like, look, you're not going to bully me and I'm going to give you back. But then after a while, I realized, whoa, you don't play fair. Like you go below the belt. You're taking this thing to a whole entire another level, places where I won't even go, which is why you can never win with them unless you become one. Or you start picking up their traits. And I wasn't going to do that. I'm like, you go too far. I do have compassion. I am very empathetic, you know, genuinely. Not just to put on a facade, which is how I ended up in that relationship in the first place. Just a person who always wanted to see this. Always felt like there was a silver lining and everything. Oh, let me look at the glass full. Uh, when I tell you the manipulation, he learned to use... Oh, you look at a glass half empty, which is why you got the problem. You, you know, if I'm, since I'm a drunk and I do this, well, what are you? You call me out my name. Dude, first of all, you're talking an argument. If we're having an argument and you're calling me the B word and uh, anything that you can think of. I'm not even going to name it on here, but being bad words, I should say. Very manipulative things like that. I'm the bitch. I'm the hoe. I'm the the non-caring. I'm disrespectful. I'm unappreciative. Like all of these different things they try to manipulate and want you to believe when if you got any of that from me, a name calling or something like that, you better believe it was my form of defense until I realized what I was dealing with. Once I realized what I was dealing with and knew that it was no need to keep going back and forth in the, with these arguments with you and to just plan my exit, then I began to take my power back and plan my exit and I got up out of that situation and never looked back. So before, yes, I went back and forth, back and forth, 
married twice, divorced coming up for the third time. It was crazy because I really am a, I saw the silver line or thought I did, didn't realize, girl, each time it got worse. So when I began to educate myself and read and just watch different podcasts and watch certain um, psychologists and therapists and coaches who were speaking about narcissism and I dug deeper, you know, I was researching it like four years ago because I saw different traits, but I didn't really understand because I was trying to show compassion. I'm like, oh, okay, he drinks because he has pain. Uh, one pastor even said, what is he dealing with? And I'm like, does that even matter if I'm telling you that he's disrespectful, he yells, he gets drunk every day and all of this stuff, and I need some help, you know, maybe he'll t- you'll, you can talk to him. Man, he just flipped it, and when we spoke to that man, it got flipped, and I never even got a chance to tell my side because the pastor left and said he had to go have dinner with his family. I'm like, are you kidding me? But I just felt like all along these were signs to just show me, Rachel, you got to do what you have to do. You have to do your own research, power up, you know, and get up out of there, get up out of that situation and go heal. Go heal somewhere. And of course, when you're healing, life goes on, you know? It wasn't a thing where it's like, oh, do you want to go to the house of Ruth? You know, no, I'm not leaving my home. Like, I'm not getting beat up to that point. Yeah, I'm totally getting beat down emotionally and I'm being bullied, but it hasn't gotten that far yet where I've gotten my lights knocked out or something like that. And I don't feel like I'm going to stick around for that to happen. So I'm smarter than that. And I'm not that weak to the point where I would allow myself to get to that point. So that's what I did. And now I'm here to help people to understand who are in those situations you know you ain't crazy and give support by just bringing awareness to the situation and again not to give any credit or shame people who deal with that mental disorder which it is and there's no pill for it you just gotta be people who are survivors and victims of it just power up if you're a survivor help other people to overcome it and get back to themselves and learn how to avoid situations do the work that you need to so that you don't find yourself in another toxic relationship with somebody who has a narcissistic personality because again nine times out of ten they have not been diagnosed you can't diagnose them and you can't use the terms because somebody's gonna think you're crazy if they don't understand gaslighting love bombing projecting um stonewalling uh during the hill and park great rocket it's just a lot where people aren't going to understand and they'll think you're crazy you might want to find out just give the layman's terms like he goes silent on me or he ignores me you know there's a name for it and again that's stonewalling because it is abusive in a relationship for somebody to keep ignoring you and going silent and not talking to you accusing you of things you didn't do you know, just all of that false accusation. And when you find yourself walking on the eggshells, you find yourself constantly defending yourself, it's time to go. And I'm here to tell you, you are not crazy. And your girl, Rachel Real, is about to be out and shut this podcast down. So that whole spill during my uh, talk and walk is... Uh, Today's word and fruitful thought is 
stonewalling, and that's basically the solid treatment, which, yes, it is very, very abusive. Do not accept it. And again, we are talking patterns. We are not talking somebody ignores you once or twice or something like that. Or you get ignored, because don't get me wrong, if somebody's doing something and I feel that um, it's not a good time, I will say, you know, hey, let's, let's talk about this later when it's a good time, or this is not something I want to talk about with you, or it just depends on the situation, but for someone to literally ignore you and not acknowledge that you exist or blast the TV up while you're talking, guys, that is so disrespectful and do not accept it. Do not accept it. And if you're in that situation, look at the pattern. See if it's a pattern. You know, that's the only way you can tell this thing. You cannot be like going somewhere and telling a therapist or a counselor, I think my spouse is a narcissist. I think my partner is a narcissist. Because if that therapist is not trained properly or is skilled in that area, they may gaslight you and then have you feeling worse. And Lord knows if you have the narc with you in a session, that can go really, really bad. So I just encourage you to, if you see a pattern, just do your research and look to see how consistent this thing is because it's not hard to figure out. Because with mine, it was a lot. That, that person, that man would go silent whenever he felt like it. And a lot of the times, you never knew. It was crazy. You can be out and shopping, and all of a sudden, you come back. But you could have went out and had a nice time somewhere, having a great day. Nice sunny day, the weather's beautiful, and you're going out, and you're thinking. Because in my case, mine abuses alcohol. So I'm thinking, wow, he's finally sober, it's early. Let's go out and have a nice day. And meanwhile, it's going okay. And next thing I know, we can get in the car and then it's nothing. I can feel the energy. I can pick up on someone's vibe. And in the beginning, I used to be like, you know, is everything okay? And it would just be solid. And I'm like, okay, what's going on? You know, after a while, you start to see the pattern. I'm like, I feed into it after being in the relationship for a while. Uh, probably a, a couple of years, because it was a five-year relationship. So probably like some years in, because I used to be like, is everything okay? What's wrong? What's wrong now? And it might create an argument, which is what he wanted, because if everything is going good, I got to find something. I, gotta, I need some supply. I need some excitement. I need something. She ain't giving it to me. Let, me. let me find something to complain about. And it would always be something trivial. It would always be something that didn't matter at a girlfriend's wedding, you know. It's a wedding, it's a reception. Hey, let's have a nice time. Hey, da 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 And next thing you know, what did that guy say to you? What guy, where, what, how? And it was a guy who was a, one of the groomsmen and complimenting everybody how beautiful the ladies look, you know? How beautiful you look. And it wasn't anything behind it, it was so innocent. And this man, what do you say to you? The same thing he said to all of the rest of these hundreds of women who are here. So it's just one of those things where the manipulation and don't go for the stonewalling, which is the silent treatment. Okay, guys, peace out. I'm out. Until next time, peace out. Be blessed.